Well, hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for the next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso. I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. You might be wondering what you've gotten yourself into. Well, from news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems everyone has an idea of how we should think, how we should live and make decisions. But when even those experts sound convincing and yet they disagree, how do we cut through all that noise? And when information overload leaves us frustrated, how do we sift through it all and choose what governs our lives? Well, our leadership here at Grace has been processing and praying about all these things. and We want to offer a resource to navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. Jeff, how are we doing today, buddy? I'm doing well. Excellent. <laughs> As he's about to drink a gl- uh, bottle of water here. So yeah, you got me you at the it. perfect time. You know, it's <laughs> almost like you could have known that I was about to say hi. We've done this a <laughs> yeah. few times together. It's like you say the same thing every time. <laughs> so that's awesome. Well, we're going to dive in uh, to something that's very... Um, kind of contemporary. It's happening right now. Uh, we, uh, as a culture, especially here in Ohio, and then kind of drilling in here, right here in Summit and even Medina County, uh, we just went into this purple category again when it comes to COVID-19. Yeah. So this has been a little over a week now. Uh, we're kind of, uh, if you're kind of catching us in real time uh, here, but Boy, oh boy. Uh, Jeff, you and I were talking a little bit offline. It kind of feels like a little bit of PTSD setting in from kind of navigating a lot of this in the spring. Uh, Some anxiety is resurfacing. There's uncertainty again. Frustration is super high with people. Like, how do we even begin to navigate uh, kind of going back into a kind of a, a DEF CON level when it comes to COVID? Yeah. So I here here would be the biggest thing I would say as a Christ follower the way that we navigate this is differently. Mm-hmm. Right? So I I understand and even have my own opinions about uh the if I was governor what I would be doing. You know, we have uh political opinions and and uh cultural opinions and all those kind of things even medical opinions but mm-hmm. but um I think my biggest fear is this. We have all those opinions. We definitely have like a divide with that. You know, people would say everything from COVID is false or fake. I don't think most people actually believe that. I think that's the kind of the far edge. What many people would say is we're overreacting to it. I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay. I've had conversations with medical professionals in our church, and they would say, no, we're not. Like, we have a real issue. There's a reason why uh, your words, DEFCON, you know, level was raised. But what should we do? And then more importantly, what should the church do? And what then should Christ followers do is is the real question. And yeah. so uh, we're not going to dive into what we think should be done or not done, right? right. Because because that dog chases its tail. And I think, <laughs> I think really good, really smart people disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, many medical professionals would say you need to let it run its course and let herd immunity become a thing. Uh, good news of vaccines came out this week, and that's going to be the next big fight. Yeah. Should you take it, not take it? And all the conspiracy theories are coming out about that, and <laughs> as well as legitimate concerns and excitement. So I don't think that's our role as spiritual leaders to give medical advice, um, maybe not even governmental advice, but. Uh, what I get concerned about is how the body of Christ is handling this relationally, yeah. And uh, what what we think and say and feel about each other, the way that we would respond to the government, because the Bible is going to give direction to that. 
and then allowing cultural divisions to infiltrate the church is just a is a non-starter in yeah. God's book. And um, those are the things that probably concern me the most. When 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 we go back to this, you know, we we now have the luxury of twenty twenty hindsight on the lockdown, mm-hmm. and I think. Almost everybody agrees a lockdown was maybe not the greatest idea ever, right? So sure. because we're not doing it again, that, right. that's part of how how we would know that. But were they overreacting, underreacting? I'm like, well, now we know, sure. you know. But back then, nobody knew. I think they were doing their best. But it does fire that up again. Is the government trying to control me? Are they going to shut my business down? Who are you to tell me not to do go someplace? And then how to? Well, I got to wear a mask or not to be there, like all that kind of stuff, and it affects our attitudes and our outlooks. Absolutely, and then can cause division with us with each other. Yeah, would you say that uh, the hopeful outlook of this year is that hindsight is twenty twenty? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I would love twenty twenty to be hindsight. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it is interesting, and I think some of us are almost depending upon that. I I heard someone say something just a couple days ago, like there's only three more weeks left in this year, and I just silently because I didn't want to burst their bubble, I'm like. What do you think is going to change? Yeah, New Year's January, Eve, you know? January like, first is going to look a lot like <laughs> December thirty first. But it, but I I do think the new year will be hopeful. I think absolutely. the vaccine's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're learning a lot about COVID, and I, and that's where I try to give grace to our leaders. I I know as a leader, you know, I take a a lot of heat for the decisions I make sure. um, with all of this, and and um, I actually was had somebody was upset with me one time, and they said. Uh, it feels like you're just being herky jerky and making this up. I'm like, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. Like I'm making it up as we go. And they were like, well, you said this Tuesday, you said this Thursday. I'm like, right. And and everything changed in that 48 hours. I'm I, and I I told them I said, talk to me a year from now, and I'll have I'll I'll be able to write a book on COVID leadership. But right now, like we're we're inventing everything as Absolutely. we go forward. I I feel. Um you know, the, the sports metaphor that runs through my mind is you can only show up as prepared as you can possibly be prepared for, but as the game unfolds, it you, unfolds. you just have to react in real time. And it's literally a game you never practice for, you don't know the rules of, and nobody's played. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. like, your opinion on it is probably as valid as my opinion on it, and somebody's going to make a decision, and, and that's my responsibility for, mm-hmm. for things with the church, but... Um, that that's infuriating you know i I felt like um as a church and then i think even as a person our family like we got into a bit of a covid rhythm Mm -hmm. like you kind of learn the games you're like okay i kind of i don't maybe like it but i know how to play at least and and know how to move forward and uh our counties going up this level broke all that rhythm right but they didn't go back to the old rules Right. So you're like, so what, what applies, what doesn't? And then we are a church. We are different than a school or a business, very different, um, and different even, at least right now, in the eyes of our government. And so we play by a different set of rules, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's uh, it's been a little bit nuts that way. I love that word different. I think it's um, a really important thing to do because in, in true context to this podcast, there are so many messages coming our way that say, act this way, respond this way, react yeah. this way. But there's something else. There's something greater, more life-giving that Christ is calling us to. Jeff, how do we tap into that as individuals? It's one thing to listen to this podcast, which is absolutely life-changing and is rocking everyone's worlds. Uh, no. it's, it's, it's the biggest podcast 
podcast in my life. <laughs> Mine as well. Uh, but, you know, it, it's one thing to listen to this podcast. It's even another uh, to, to listen to some sermons and, and, and say even come to church online or in person. But what are some of the things that we need to do and why to really kind of dive into this different way? So I, I think, first of all, as a Christ follower, I, I, we would believe here at Grace, we would believe that the Bible is God's Word, mm-hmm. and it is the final authority on life. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that the Bible is very, very clear about is that I don't, I don't define my life by temporal things. I define my life by eternal things. Mm-hmm. And that truth is is a shared truth that all true Christ followers over all time have believed. Mm-hmm. That's why back in uh, uh, the days of Rome, when the Black Plague came through, mm-hmm. the wealthy and the powerful, they ran to the countryside because it was in the cities. The Christians stayed mm-hmm. because as a Christ follower, one of the things I don't fear is death. Right. So Paul says, for me to be absent with the body is to be present with the Lord. He, he says that what is mortal is swallowed up by life, and it's Christ himself who created us for this very purpose. So death does not frighten me as a Christ follower. It certainly doesn't define me. We get nervous about death, and, and God created us not to seek death, obviously, right? But it doesn't define me. So what that means is, in part, that physical harm and physical, uh, the ramifications of physical sickness is not the greatest definer of my life. Right. And that's very important in COVID because uh, the cry of COVID right now is if you die, that is the very worst thing that could ever happen to you. Right. And that's true if you're not a follower of Christ. Mm-hmm. But for me as a Christ follower to take that value as a driver of my life is uh, antithetical to Scripture. And so we have to be careful. We are not to be reckless with our lives. We are not to be callous. We're not to be careless. We do consider others above ourselves. Like There's all kinds of things that doesn't say run around and go do whatever you want to do. But I, so I'm not talking, I'm not taking like a mask, no mask position. That's not at all what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is as a value in my life, it's the same fear that keeps people from going on missions trips. It's the same fear that causes people to compromise the truth of Scripture because they don't want to have a social ramification to mm-hmm. it. And, it. and it's the same fear that uh, that causes us to look and say, God, you've abandoned me because I got cancer. <laughs> right. Right. Beca- because when I, when I adopt into my worldview that my health and my physical life is the crescendo of my beliefs, I have actually adopted a worldly view. Yep. Now, I can adopt that. This is where some will listen and say, well, he's a no-masker. That's not true. Because as a Christ follower, I would look and say, what I value above myself is other people's lives. Right. Right? Because I'm secure in my faith. So I value the unborn, I value the elderly, I value the sick. I value, and so I'm making decisions not on that tightrope, but in that paradigm, right? That my fear of getting sick doesn't keep me from you, but my value of you might cause me to take precautions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So that's a that's not a set of answers, right? So you listen to this podcast, you go out and say Jeff said you're going to be wrong on both sides of that coin, right? Because <laughs> that's not that's not a set of answers. That's that's a paradigm or a worldview. That's one thing. The thing that folds off of that then is this: that in Christ, the thing that I value the greatest then is relationships, mm-hmm. because relationships are the key to somebody's soul. So I will not surrender relationships for opinion. Right. And the Bible teaches us, and you gotta listen carefully to this, right? The Bible teaches Christ followers that the highest human relationship is with other Christ followers. That's where it starts. The second one is our neighbor as ourself, yep. right? So the, the, the loss. But I would look and say, starting with my neighbor, my family, right? I w- the Bible, Jesus would say, Father, help the, my, my followers to be unified. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Paul talks about the, spirit of, the, the bond of the spirit of unity through the spirit. Yep. Um, Jesus says, they, w- they will know you're my disciples by your love for one another. Right. right. So our relationships, especially as the body of Christ, our relationships and the supernatural nature of those relationships. This is not like you and I deciding to be friends um, or like us even, like we've been friends a long time, so it's not even like we enjoy hanging out with each other. This is a supernatural bond that we have because we are both indwelt by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So your values and my values, your life investment, my life investment are the same. Yep because we're filled with the Spirit and we yield to God's Word, right? That unity that then creates love is the primary testimony of the Church of Jesus Christ, right? So let's start putting this together, right? If I fear death, I will break relationships to preserve life. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> so I have to start with this paradigm that my life is eternal. My earthly death is is not the thing that I'm most afraid of. So I will enter relationships with each with the people around me. I don't go and isolate myself somewhere like in the woods, right? Because I enter relationships with people around me. Now, in my relationships with people are all kinds of opinions, all kinds of views, all kinds of political, ethnic, racial, all kinds of backgrounds, yep. right? I value that relationship over those opinions, Yep. right? So what that means is that the Church of Jesus Christ, we can disagree all day long. It's no big deal. You have opinions that I don't hold and vice versa, right? We can disagree all day long. We cannot understand each other all day long. Um, If you uh, grew up in a different culture than I did, I probably don't understand you, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you don't understand me, right? That's just kind of the way it is. Uh, If you're a woman and I'm a man, I probably don't. I don't understand you, and you don't understand me. Like all kinds of things like that. If you're, if I'm 50 and you're 20, we probably don't understand each other. So, So we don't have to. We don't have to agree, and we don't have to understand each other. What we must do is be unified in mission, Mm -hmm. in vision, and calling. And if if that unity, if I'm sacrificing mission, vision, and calling for an opinion, <laughs> then the the paradigm of the culture is governing the church. Right. Right. So, mask, no mask, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Well, you hate people if you don't. No, I don't hate anybody. 
well, you, you're under the government control. I'm not under the government control. I view it differently. Why is our relationship breaking down by these external things, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, online, in person, doesn't matter. Well, if you gather online, then you can't have real community. You can have real community online. Well, if you gather in person, you're, you, you hate people. You I don't hate anybody. Mm-hmm. Like you, you are completely reading in your motives into into my actions, and then creating an agenda. Mm-hmm. In the body of Christ, we can do different things, and that does not divide us. Right. Satan is the accuser. Satan is the father of lies. Lies are his na- native tongue. Mm-hmm. He he is the divisive one. And, and when we allow those things to divide us relationally, we have yielded to that. We can function differently than each other. Yep. We can have a bunch of people meet in person, a bunch of people meet online. You can be all masks. You can be no masks. You can be a Republican. You can be a Democrat. You can be a Browns fan. You can be a Steelers fan. You can be a Ohio State fan, and, and that's it. So, like— <laughs> But you see what I'm saying? Yep. And that's what worries me. I'm like, we're having these arguments sometimes within the church, uh, breaking relationship, refusing to be with family, mm-hmm. uh, refusing to be with our biological family. I'm like, wait a minute, right? I, I don't care if uh, your sister sits on the porch and you sit in the yard 30 feet apart. Why aren't you talking? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. You go you go to services online, you come in person. Why are we judging each other? What is going on yep. here? And I and I look at the, the church. Over the history of the church, imagine the cultural and health and political things that the Church of Jesus Christ has navigated mm-hmm. and somehow we've come out of it together. Like that's where I think we have to be so, so careful. Mm-hmm. And and what happens when there's a cultural shift that inflames all of that, and Absolutely. and we're we're reimpassioned about our positions with it. Yeah, it's so good. And like even now, Jeff, like I've kind of dedicated myself in this last season to have a mindset similar to what you're sharing with us now because. I personally need it. I think we all need it, but I need to latch onto the Lord that way. And a friend of mine was chatting about how it seems like in moments like this, maybe you're listening to a sermon, maybe you're listening to this podcast, whatever. It's like the light bulb goes back on. You can take a deep breath. You're like, this is what... But then an hour later, a day later, you hear another news story. Someone else says something online. And all of a sudden, you find yourself back at this place of anxiety. And this friend of mine shared, I, I loved this analogy. They said, you know, when you go about your day-to-day life, obviously you have to eat a caloric intake. Like you have to eat calories to stay alive. Um, They said, but when you start working out a lot, like you have to eat more calories. Like your body is going through more and you need it. They said, so spiritually speaking, first of all, we need to be on a steady diet of diving in with the Lord. But this is when you're stressful, when life feels like it's crashing down, when things are going crazy, spiritually speaking, you need to up your spiritual caloric intake. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. I feel like there are so many people out there that are starving, but they're not going to the source. Yeah. The, 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 um, one of the, I, I said this in a sermon, I, I said, you know, in order to have joy, 
we have to choose the good news over the 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 cultural noise mm-hmm. like we you you know Philippians 4 says you know whatever's good right praiseworthy uh, admirable you know think on these things i i paraphrase that right. dra- drastically <laughs> but right. basically paul was saying whatever is is true whatever is whatever is godly think on these things and i i said to to the folks at church i said listen you have to turn the news off mm-hmm. you have to turn political podcasts off and you have to turn entertainment you got to turn reality television off you got to turn the news shows off you have to because you're taking in hours and hours and hours and hours of tension frustration argument resentment divisiveness lies accusation Yep. That's what cable news is. Absolutely. It's what talk radio is. It's what a lot of podcasts are, right? You're, both sides. You're taking that in. You're not cracking the book. Mm-hmm. You're not reading your Bible. You're not spending time in worship. Of course, your heart and your mind are t- completely out of whack mm-hmm. because you need Christ more, but but you're you're drifting from him. You know, the I'm fully aware that uh, over the last nine months, like, uh, attendance and focus on the teachings of the church has drifted. Mm-hmm. I'm very aware of that. Uh, when, when you, um, if you are like most families and you listen to something online, like a service, you tend to listen to it like this podcast. It's kind of on in the background, mm-hmm. right? And then, of course, attendance is down with everything going on. And I'm like, where else are you hearing about Christ then? Mm-hmm. You, 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 I'm not the sole arbiter of the truth of Jesus, but like, I don't think you're filling that space up with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's robbing us of our godly moorings, Absolutely. you know? And we forget we forget relationship. I had somebody really really mad at me uh, a couple weeks ago and they they said something to me that was kind of hurtful and and I looked at them and I said I said uh, I said I am your pastor. And they kind of looked at me, and I said, have I ever lied to you? Hmm. No. Have I ever uh, broken trust? No. Have I ever used you? No. Have I ever deceived you? No. Why, why, why would it cross your mind? Well, this political camp is like that, and I just assume. I'm like, what has that got to do with me? Right. And we're doing that to people all the time. All the time. Right? And 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 it, it we're we're that's the broken unity I'm, I'm talking about. I'm like, "Wait a minute. Suddenly we suddenly we don't trust each other. Suddenly mm-hmm. and and I don't want to be self-righteous. I get the same way. Sure. <laughs> I get frustrated and impatient. I'm like, "That guy, you know." And I'm like, "Wait a minute. That guy's been my friend for 20. What am I how did how did my dear friend suddenly become that guy? Right. But that's that's a lot of what's happening right now and what Jesus would say and and Paul and others would say is he would say no 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 the the body of Christ goes through these things completely differently. Mhm. We have we have a different mooring. We have a different authority, we have a differing value. And we, we know, or we're supposed to know, that it's all temporal anyways. Yep. It, it's, it, this does not define us anywho. So why are we fighting about it? Yep. Right? And I, I, think, I think this latest surge where the, where the government has tightened up. And, you know, as Americans, we don't do well 
when the government tightens up, we, we you pick a side, you know, is usually what happens with it. it. It's it's brought this out again. And my friend is a pastor in the area. I told him I was going to steal this from him. Uh, but he said, he goes, you know what COVID has done? He says, COVID's called your bluff as a disciple. And, he, and I said, that is really, really good. And it's true. It's called your bluff. Mine too. Because I'm like, am I following Jesus, or do I just like my church to go easily, you know? And and do we have a real bond in Christ, or we just didn't never talk deep enough to disagree on anything? It sure. calls your bluff. Absolutely. And I think for all of us, it calls our bluff about our relationship with each other, our relationship with Christ, and then it calls our bluff about where we actually put our hope and where we actually put our trust. Yep. It's so good. As we're talking about, you know, diving into these this real heartbeat of Christ, uh, these real conversations about unity with Christ, I want to just encourage you out there to to dive in. Like, don't just hear that as, you know, Joe's about to wrap up the podcast or dive into something. I'm like, I'm, I'm serious here. We're talking about how do we navigate this? <laughs> Get into your relationship with Christ, yep. maybe a lot more than normal. Maybe you have your rhythms and you're still feeling off kilter. And that might be that those mixed messages or that spiritual caloric intake is down and God is calling you to himself. Now, a resource, we've been um, kind of in and out of a couple of passages here. I'm just going to give you some that I, I want to encourage you to dive into this week. Maybe just read on repeat. But if you start about toward the end of Ephesians 3 and kind of read all the way through the book of Philippians, okay? So you got four chapters there in Ephesians uh, at the end there, 3, 4, 5, and 6, and then the four chapters of Philippians. Slow down yeah. and pray through those sections. There's so much gold there about how to fight for that unity, what the Spirit of God does when you've been indwelt by him as a follower of Christ, uh, how to put on this spiritual armor, uh, how to walk through what is good and what's worth fighting for, the things that Jeff was talking about and what to be thinking on. Like Maybe just park yourselves there, uh, whether it's this week or the next couple of months, and just allow that truth of God to permeate who you are and where you go uh, from here. So uh, purple's no joke, right? Um, it's something we don't want to gloss over no, um, at all. We've made and, <laughs> big, big changes because of it. We're ta- we take it very seriously. Absolutely. And, um, but the biggest thing that we take seriously is your spiritual well-being right. and your relationship with Christ and each other as we navigate it. So uh, thanks for chiming in today. Don't, don't let this podcast uh, pass by without praying with the Lord and just spending some time with him uh, and see where we go from there. If you have questions uh, that you would like to be answered on mixed messages, uh, we want to encourage you to do that. You can go to bath.gracechurches.org slash mixed messages, and you can submit your questions there. Uh, And also, if you have any uh, next steps that you need to take, reach out to us. You can send us a direct message on our social media platforms, um, subscribe to our materials, follow us on social media. We would love to interact with you on a regular basis and help be a part of that steady diet of engaging the truth of God. Uh, Feel free to join us on the weekend, whether online or in person. Uh, Our Christmas programs are coming up. If you're listening to this in real time, we'd love to have you join us one way or the other. Check out those opportunities. And of course, thank you for jumping in with us today as we continue to seek God's voice through all the mixed messages around us. Thank you guys very much. We'll see you next week.